welcome, welcome. Welcome all to K-Drama School. Hello. Good to be here. Good to have you all listening. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in. I really appreciate you. How was your week? How was your week? Was your week amazing? Did you have a wonderful time this week? I had a I had a pretty okay week. It was very slow. I mean, I did have like work, you know, like work to do, freelance work to do, like jobs and stuff, but it was pretty slow. I didn't really go out much. The only times I stepped out were to like go for walks or go food shopping. And then the other times I just stayed in. I don't think I went to a single comedy thing this week. I can't recall. And uh, I did have a painting commission come in. It's from a friend, but I still count it. I mean, it was a lot of work. You know, what's interesting when I was working on this painting, because it's for a friend, right? And all I do is think about that friend as I'm painting. It's like, what would she want? What would make her happy? What would excite her? What's an inside joke between us? And I realized like painting something for a friend is such a it's such a an act of love. Like when you think about history, you know, like across time, um, like royalty, members of the royal court, they would often gift giant artistic pieces to their loved ones um like uh i don't know louis though what number i forget but the last the last king of france the one that got beheaded with marie antoinette he gifted her like this beautiful architecture right like this beautiful little villa for her it's a work of art like that villa is something that was designed and built by an architect and it was gifted to her right and so art is oftentimes given as a token of love it's like oh i got you this like it's usually like you know quote unquote useless stuff like art tends to not have function like in the case of a home it has a very definitive function you live in it so I would say a house or a villa is like the best present you can give somebody but like a painting for instance a painting doesn't really have like a definitive function other than to be looked at other than to be admired other than to provoke thought and feeling to set the mood maybe it does have a lot of function now that I'm talking about it paintings actually serve an incredibly important purpose which is all of the things that I've just listed but like, say, I don't know, like a ring, a ring. Think about a ring. I mean, does a ring have a purpose? Does it have a function other than just looking pretty on your hand? Maybe it, it enhances your aesthetic appearance. So it's aesthetics, right? Sometimes a ring, if it has like a particular metal or crystal or stone that has particular energies, then it does have like another purpose and function. Okay, now that I'm talking about it, all of art does serve a very significant function. And arts, art, arts, pieces of art are given to one another as a symbol of love to show that person an appreciation. Be like, I know you and I see you because I feel like this piece of art reflects something in you that I see. And so art is always given out of love. And I think that's really wonderful because when we make art, 
I noticed I'm also thinking. It's like coming from a place of love. When I'm writing too, you know, like when I'm writing a letter, if I'm writing a screenplay, if I'm writing a book, I do think about like whose voice am I channeling here? Who's, whose ears am I trying to grab hold of? Like whose attention am I looking for? You know, and being specific about that does, it does sharpen the voice incredibly so. It's like two energetic points, like they're meeting, they're aligning, and that's when the energy gets taut, yeah? And then the string gets nice and tight, yeah? So that's that's sort of what I've been experiencing this past few days as I've been working on this uh, masterpiece of a painting. It's actually really gorgeous. I would say of all the paintings I've done in my entire life, this one is probably my best work. And I think it came to be that way because I was thinking about this friend the whole time. I am still recovering from this cold. I could still hear it in my voice. I've still been mucusy and nasally and it really kind of sucks because it's like almost three weeks of this shit. Like when are we gonna stop? Huh? When are we gonna stop having snot and phlegm? It's really silly. I don't I don't like feeling this way. I have been eating a lot of junk food this past few days. I think that's the downside. Like when I'm painting, I don't want to do anything. All my energy is focused on the painting. So I just eat easy food. Like I'll grab muffins. I'll grab chocolates. I'll grab, I'll grab, I'll grab instant stuff or I'll, I'll like order out or order in whatever. And it's like, it's detrimental to my physical health. Um, Yeah. Why am I sick? Why am I still struggling with this cold? I don't know. You know, all I know is like, I, I've just been listening to my body being like, oh, slow down. You have to just slow down. So, okay, fine. I'm slowing down. Because last week I wasn't that slow, actually. I was kind of, um, yeah, hitting the ground running, so to speak. You know, I was like kind of thinking about my life up until this point and the relationships that I've had. I don't mean just like romantic relationships. I also mean friendships. I mean relationships with like, you know, former bosses, mentors, colleagues, all kinds of relationships. And sometimes I don't feel as good about myself knowing that those, that not all relationships have lasted. And I keep telling myself, like, not all relationships are supposed to last forever, right? Like, people move away, people drift apart, people change. Their interests change, their Everything about them changes. Sometimes, this is something I just read about, so I don't know if it's true, but I believe the stuff that I'm reading these days. So sometimes a soul is so sick and tired of being in the body that it leaves and then another soul comes in. It's rare, but holy shit, that does happen. Like this body that we are in is just a simple vehicle and nothing more. And sometimes the soul gets so sick and tired of living on earth in this dense body that it just decides to check out and leave. And when that happens, like when the exchange happens, another soul does enter that body. Isn't that wild? Isn't that crazy? And apparently like when it happens, the body doesn't even know. Like the conscious mind is not even aware of it. It could have happened to you. It could have happened to me. It could have happened to any one of us. Isn't that insane? Like that a body in a singular life may not have the whole like the same soul throughout in that wild man my mind was blown after I heard this shit I was like oh my god (laughs) 
I want to know more. Anyway, you guys, uh, I'm going to talk about the show Destined With You, and I'm covering this a little bit late. Uh, Not late, but just like a few weeks or months after the show had ended. And I'm doing this because when I was watching the show, when I first started, I liked it. I thought it was funny. I thought Rowan and Choboa were really, really funny. They are. They have good chemistry, and they're both very handsome. You know, Rowan is a very beautiful-looking man. Choboa is a very beautiful-looking woman. So eye candy, you know, aesthetically, it's really wonderful. And in the beginning, their relationship was hilarious because, like, Rowan had fallen in love with Choboa's character. Rowan's character fell in love with Choboa's character, and, like, it's because she, she cast a spell on him. Like, that's all fun. I love that. And then Rowan is, like, Rowan's character is conflicted, you know? It's like he's attracted to her because he can't help but be attracted, but he's also, like, what the fuck? I don't want to be. You know, so that conflict was hilarious to me. And then the show started, like, falling back into the typical stuff. Like, we've seen the whole past lives shit over and over and over again. When are we going to stop? Like, I I had my fill of it with Goblin. That was in 2015, right? 2016? I've had my fill of that shit way back when, almost 10 years ago. Can we stop? Can we cut it out? Because, like, it's boring. It's not like any of the shows are doing anything new thereafter. They're still repeating, recycling the same shit. It's the same dichotomy over and over again. Okay, like, you guys knew each other in the past. There was love. And then there was a fallout. Like, somebody killed the other one, right? Or, or somebody, like, betrayed the other one in some way. There's some regret. There's some pain. And then it's, like, in the present day, oh, my God, I remember. And uh, I'm, I'm feeling a little conflicted about it. What if we can't be together? And then they just end up being together. So what the fuck, you know? How many different analogies or metaphors can we, you know, pull out of this this standard, this trope now? Now it's a trope. The past live shit is a trope now. And like it's like, when are we going to stop it, <laughs> right? Like, I get the analogy. Like, I get the different metaphors. Are there new ones? Because I can't think of anything more, you know? For me, it's still the same. It's like, if in your past, your current this life in the past something happened you're ashamed about it you just got to get over it got to get over it and go for the love okay done done deal we get it great but when's it gonna stop and so the show started getting boring for me super boring super slow yeah not interested lost interest the side characters their side stories I've already heard of that shit too done done again you know Who's this writer? The writer of this show is No Chisai, and she wrote shows like Dr. Champ back in 2010, SBS, Scent of a Woman, Could We Love My Lovely Girl, 100 Days My Prince. I haven't seen any of these shows. So all it means is, No Chisai, you're not my girl. Like, you are not, you are not the writer for me, I guess, you know, because nothing that she's written has ever caught my attention. I tried watching 100 Days My Prince. Is that show any good? It doesn't look good. You know, I, I tried it. Yeah, so I don't know. This show for me is like very mediocre, if not like, you know, on the on the lower end, you know. But I mean, it's a waste because Choboa is actually a very good actress. The first time I saw Choboa was actually not in a K-drama. I'm a fan of Choboa because I used to watch her on a show called Back Alley with, with Pik Jong-un. And it's basically her... Pik Jong-un and the other uh, newscaster, the dude with the glasses, he used to be on Appa Odiga. 
He used to be on Dad, Where Are We Going? It's an amazing show. And, like, it was a reality variety show. And it's basically, like, um, it's like uh, Gordon Ramsay used to have a show like that where he goes to restaurants and then he flips the restaurant. Like, he observes what's happening, points out all the mistakes that the owner is making, and then flips it. Like, he redesigns the whole space. He retrains the owners and the staff and then they like they upgrade right it's like flipping houses but flipping restaurants so it's based on that premise and Pik Jong-un does the same thing he goes to these tiny little hole-in-the-wall restaurants and then offers advice but he doesn't like they don't always flip it it's not exactly like Gordon Ramsay in that like Gordon Ramsay comes in and he's like the superhero and he like rescues it with his tv production and their big money picture one's back alley it's a lot more like hands-on and he's a lot more I don't know like about meritocracy or something like he's like you need to show me that you can prove like you need to show me that you can actually be an owner of a restaurant. You need to actually show me that you can be a chef. Only then will I help you. It's like very um yeah, like like I don't know. Um show your worth, show your potential, otherwise I'm not going to invest in you. It's very uh, conservative money kind of mentality. It's a little republican-ish, yeah. Uh but it's not fully that way because he's like, I'm co-creating with you. I'm helping you. We're helping each other because you're also on my show. You know, so there is like a balance of some kind, but it's still like shaming, you know, those restaurant owners. Right. Like all reality TV functions from the space of shame. Shame becomes the 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 ornament that drives the show forward. And it's the reason why audiences tune in because it's like oh I don't want to make a mistake like that I don't want to be fucking stupid like that I don't want to right I don't want to be put on the chopping block like that how do I watch this show learn everything so that I never make the mistakes that they will make as if I would ever own a fucking restaurant like these people no but shame is the operating ornament in all of these shows and Chopoa was on that show and she was the female uh anchor the female host co-host who would soften the presence right because Pik Jong-un is so intense he's so like Gordon Ramsay-ish fiery and militant and then his co-host the other male anchor he's softer but he's still a man but then a woman comes in and her presence does add like a softening flavor to it yeah but Chopua didn't stay like on the show forever she was replaced by another actress and so when I saw that happening, and Chuba was the second host, by the way, like they had a different host on that, like one of the girls from AOA, like 101, you know, produce 101, like they were on that, you know, that hierarchy show. Anyway, it's like one of the girls from that, she was on the first episode and they, they fired her, replaced her with Chuba. And the Chuba was on for about a year. And then they fired her and replaced her with another actress. Meanwhile, picture one and that male co-host, they remain consistent. So when I was watching the show, like the information I was getting, like the, on a meta level was women are replaceable. Yeah. Any bitches, we can replace them. Men, however, are not. This is their show. A woman, however, she better bring what we are looking for. Otherwise, we're going to replace her. She's fungible. Ugh. Yeah. I mean, that, that broke my heart, 
you know. And I eventually stopped watching the show. It wasn't because of that specifically. It was just like too stressful watching Picture One be a dick all the time. Because I love Picture One. Picture One's my heart. You know, on that show, My Little Television, not season two, the first season. In the first like 14 episodes, Picture One is in it. He is the best. He is like everybody's favorite. He always won like every single... He won every single episode. Like, he would be the highest rated. He would always win championships. It was so entertaining because he was hilarious. And the reason why it was hilarious is because the TV producers made a fool of him. You know, they made him look like the idiot. Yeah, that's why it was hilarious. But on this show, because Picture One is like the daddy, he's the head honcho, like the patriarchy is like harder, denser, you know, that like toxic male chef stuff is coming in. It was like, it was awful, actually. And I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to think of picture one this way. He's, he's my lovely, hilarious teddy bear picture one. And this show is like ruining that image for me. But also the fact that women kept being replaced easily on the show was breaking my heart. And Chobua was amazing on that show. Holy shit, she was amazing. She's a pro. She's a pro actress. She's not like one of these other actresses who will like go out and like she'll sing and model. No, she's like an actress, like committed to the art of acting. And I have a lot of respect for her for that too. But weirdly... Rowan would kind of outshine her at times like when he was acting like all like push and pull with her like being like I'm attracted to you but I don't want to be but I'm attracted to you like those moments like he was so good like so hilarious to me and yeah unfortunately that shit that it did outshine Chuboa a little bit in any case I don't know man like I'm kind of done with these kinds of like past lives kind of shows because like it's boring can we come up with something new I am currently watching Castaway Diva. That show is amazing. Oh my god, I didn't I didn't think I was going to love it cuz the first couple episodes were like whatever. But now I'm like, oh my god, this show is weird and crazy and hilarious and beautiful and complicated and I love it. Yeah, so if you're watching Castaway Diva, good on you because I will be covering that as soon as the series is over. But for now, yeah, destined with you. I don't know. It was a very uh underwhelming experience for me.